guys, welcome back to the Light Movement Podcast. This is Kendra. Um, it has been a bit since I've been on here and I'm excited to um, catch up with y'all and I hope you guys have been doing well. Um, I know right now the world has been a little crazy um, between all the things that are happening in Afghanistan, um, the Delta variant of the COVID virus, um, vaccine mandates, all kinds of things that just if you think about it too long, anxiety will just sweep over you. Um, I know that's how it's been with me. So today we're just going to talk a little bit about that. Anxiety and about does everything feel meaningless and frivolous to you? Um, the other day I was I was praying and, and doing some devotion time before work and um, I began kind of just feeling this overwhelming heaviness for the world and the state of of our our global affairs and just our all the people dealing with different things and and feeling very helpless and wondering if running my t-shirt printing and embroidery shop um was meaningless and i began processing all of that and thinking you know the scripture in ecclesiastes it talks about how everything is meaningless under the sun. Um, but the more that I thought, you know, I was thinking, do I need to go back to becoming a missionary? Do I need to, um, what do I need to do, God? Because I feel like being in a, in a position of just printing t-shirts is not enough. I feel like I'm just making money and doing things with my head in the sand and I felt helpless so helpless and God brought me to um, this remembrance of this scripture that I haven't read in a while and I want you guys to read over it but in Matthew 24 um, I'm going to read a little bit of this it says um, I'm reading from the NIV Um, let's see it says the day uh, Matthew 24 Verse 36, beginning at 36, it says, um, But about that day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be. At the coming of the Son of Man, two men will be working in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be at the grinding with, uh, with a hand mill, one will be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. So as I was processing that, that scripture came to my mind. I haven't read it in so long, and so I, I reread that. And God began to reveal to me, and I feel like you need to hear this too, um, that living our life right now is not meaningless. It's not frivolous. And we don't just have our heads in the sand. 
in that scripture, it says that it will be as in the days of Noah. It hadn't even rained back whenever Noah was building this ark. People thought he was crazy. And it said that it, it really just broke my heart whenever I read that. It said that, um, let's see, they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. They were drinking. They were marrying. They were doing their normal life. And then the flood came. I really feel like the Lord wants us to be intentional now more than ever. God began challenging my spirit. And I feel like it's a challenge for you too. That this next season isn't going to get easier. It's going to get more intense. And I feel like the coming... Jesus' return is coming, and we have to get ready, and we have to get other people ready, but we don't need to be so focused on the coming that we forget forget who's next to us. That that part about, it just, it, it caused me to sit in it for a full day. I was, I was stuck in this scripture for a full day just processing this passage because it says, Two men will be in the field, and one will be taken and the other left. And this one hit home because I work with a lot of women and mamas. Two women will be grinding with a handmill. One will be taken and the other left. God began to stir my heart and help me to see how pearl apparel is more than a print shop. It's more than an embroidery shop. It is a place of community. We pray with our customers. We play, we pray with each other. Just last week, I'll share um, another podcast or this testimony on another podcast episode. Um, I was so broken and scared because of some things going on in the business and just in my life that I sat in the floor in my shop and I could barely breathe. And I said, Miss G, will you please pray for me? And she's one of our office managers. And she came over and began to decree and declare things to be broken off of me. And I mean, I was crying in the floor and a customer walked in. We paused and he didn't see me and she did her thing and he walked back out and she picked right up. Pearl Apparel is not a normal business and it never has been. It is a mission-minded business and it is our ministry. And God is reminding me and he's reminding you today that you have a purpose you have a purpose in this season and you have people who are working alongside you, whether that's at home and your children or your, your classmate or your, um, that Walmart cashier or whether that's your office mate where you work. They're working alongside of you. And they may not know about Jesus and they may not know where to find their peace in this chaos. They may not know that, that things are unfolding the way that we as believers knew that it would. Sir, ma'am, sister, brother, it's time that we live our lives intentionally. It's time that we stop stressing so much about the future and that we focus on the now. That mama, that 
reaches out because she feels overwhelmed. She needs to know where her, her peace and joy can be found and it never runs dry. And that's Jesus. That, that husband that feels like such anxiety because his job may end because of COVID restrictions or because he, um, who knows what. He needs to know who his provider is and that's Jesus. Now, more than ever, I feel a call on our lives and on my life and at Pearl that we were created for such a time as this. It's not frivolous to live our life with joy in this in this season of darkness and sadness and gloom. It's not frivolous for us to be kind and to love people and to push forward and to try to do our best even at a job whenever you feel like, what's the point? What's the point in doing well at our job? What's the point in planning a wedding? What's the point in having people over to our house for dinner? What's the point whenever the the Afghanistan country is being terrorized by the Taliban? What's the point? The point is that your neighbor needs Jesus. The point is that your prayers change things. The point is that love and kindness is what draws people to repentance. It's the love of God that draws people in. It's not Bible bashing or church bashing or it's, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's living your life intentional. It's having those intentional conversations with your children on the way to school to let them know that, yeah, things are scary, but remember where we find our peace. It's, it's encouraging that business owner who's so scared because maybe their bills won't be paid this month. But reminding them to stand firm on the word of God and that if he provided for you, he can provide for them. And, and and standing next to them and, and supporting them any way that you can. Life is not meaningless and it's not frivolous. There's a purpose. I know that at times it feels... It feels overwhelming. Just the other day I posted on my social media. I couldn't explain it. I was in such a good place. But out of nowhere, this, this wave... I mean, it just felt like a wave just hit me in the face of anxiety and fear and doubt. And I put up, I picked up my phone to record a video of myself staring myself in my own eyes and breathing deep and making the purpose in my thought and making it intentional to, in my own heart of hearts, Tell myself, fear is a liar. God has a plan and he is in control. He doesn't tease me. He loves me and he's my provider and he's with me. And I breathe deep and I let it out. I do little things like that. I was telling one of my really good friends, Danielle, about this um, the other day. Um, it was actually the day that I recorded that video and I, it, it was weird that I posted it because normally I don't post those because I have tons of pictures on my phone of selfies of moments where I was staring fear or depression or a hard decision in the face. And I took a picture 
of myself staring into my own eyes just because I wanted to remember what it felt like to do something and do it scared. Or I wanted to remember what it felt like after I made a hard decision and I knew that it was being obedient. I have so many of these pictures in my phone and, um, and I look back on them from time to time and I delete them when I'm ready. Um, but there's been situations where I knew I was supposed to break up with someone or I had to make a hard phone call or I had to fire someone at the shop or, you know, these, these hard situations. And I remember just, I wanted to remember what it looked like and what it felt like in that moment to just utterly trust God and do it scared. So maybe you want to start doing that, or maybe that sounds crazy to you. That's okay. Everybody has their own thing. Um, but for me, those photos and those videos, those little moments help me remember if I did it once, if I did things scared once, I can do it again. And I can, tr if, if I can trust God through that hard moment when I felt so um, heartbroken that I had to let something go or I had to do something hard, he's going to walk me through the next situation. So that's why I posted that a little while back. But that day I felt so much anxiety just sweep over me, just like I did the morning that I'm, that I was just so burdened for the world. Um, so you're not alone in how you've been feeling. A lot of us have been wearing masks. <laughs> um, real ones and fake ones. A lot of us have been pretending to be okay when we aren't. A lot of us as adults, we're trying to be strong for our children um, in our lives or the grandparents in our lives or those around us. But I want you to know that God meets you in that and that it's okay to vocalize your fears. It's okay to vocalize how you're feeling. God can handle that. Just as he, he, you know, he so encouraged me through bringing up Matthew 24. I hadn't even thought of that scripture in so long. I just remember literally saying out loud as I was crying, God, is pearl apparel frivolous? Is it pointless? Do I need to go back to the mission field? Do I need to get, forsake it all and go back? I feel like this is not enough. How do I help? And God just, yeah, brought Matthew 24 to my remembrance. And, and as I read it, it just encouraged my soul so much that there's going to be people continuing to get married. You know, I was praying even, I was like, God, if I, I have a desire to get married, but Lord, what if that's not even going to happen and all this stuff? And is that selfish to be praying about such a thing? Because, because people are dying right now for their faith and people are dying in the hospital from COVID and I'm praying about a husband. This doesn't feel fair. It feels, it feels like I'm being a bad Christian for thinking these things. And then whenever I read in that scripture that people were drinking and, and marrying and all the things up until the flood, God just reminded me that he wants us to live our lives, but to do it intentionally. To not forget that we do have a purpose and that purpose is to show love and kindness to our neighbors and to 
love them to Jesus and to be a light in the darkness, a city on the hill. That is our role. If you have been praying about God, what is my plan? What or what what is your will for my life? Or what does what is my purpose in this season? Your purpose in this season is to get as many people that is in your your realm of influence to know Jesus, to come to know Jesus, because everybody is given that chance. And they may not choose to follow Jesus, but it's not going to be because you didn't try to show them how loving and graceful and, and merciful Jesus is and that he has a plan for their life. Our purpose right now is not to sit and just be crippled by anxiety. We have a purpose in this season. You have a purpose in this season. Plan ahead, but don't get don't get so far out there in your plans that you forget your neighbor that's at that grinding mill right next to you. And if Jesus returns next week, does she know him? Will she be there with you? Will you be there? Some things to think about. Sorry, all of this is heavy. Normally, it's very just encouraging. It, it This is encouraging. I feel like it's encouraging. I hope it's encouraging. Things have shifted in the world. I don't know if you feel it. I feel it. We shouldn't be scared. And anxiety and fear and doubt, that's all from the devil. He's going to try to distract us now more than ever. Distract us with, with temptations to drink ourselves into peace. Temptations to sleep ourselves away so that we, because we just can't get enough rest. Temptations to just watch TV, to numb out and forget. Temptations to play video games or social media or TikTok on our phones to just numb out the world. There's going to be temptations now more than ever for you to compromise in your standards, single ladies, um, single guys, or or whoever to to be um, to be tempted with with relationships that you know you're not supposed to be a part of. The devil is roaring, or he's he's roaming around like a roaring lion, looking to seek whom he may devour. And I want you guys to wake up. God had to wake me up. And help me to remember that he has called us for such a time as this. It's time to be a light in the darkness. Dust yourself off. Put away those potato chips. (laughs) Get out of your car if you're still sitting in your car because you're so tired from working all day. (laughs) Um, It's time for us to get intentional. And to remove the blinders that the enemy has put on our mind of fear and anxiety and making us feel like, what's the point? The world is going to hell in a handbasket, basically. But that's not the truth. It's not the truth. Jesus is coming back. We need to get ready. We need to tell everyone that we know that Jesus loves them and that he cares for them and that there's peace that passes all understanding that there's joy, that money, sex, 
fame, whatever, can't buy. We need to be that light right now. Because people are searching. They're searching for hope because it feels so hopeless out there. So, I know this has been a, a little bit of a different episode, but I just wanted to um, share what the Lord really put on my heart. And then I'm also going to pray over you really fast. And we're going to wrap this up. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day or whatever you're into. Be intentional. Live each moment knowing that it's purposeful. Because Jesus is coming back. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to just encourage my sister and my brother and the Lord. Thank you, God, for reminding me the other day that life is not frivolous, that life is not pointless, and that the fear and the anxiety that is swirling around us constantly doesn't have to be our norm, that you are the source of true peace and the source of true joy. God, I ask that we would rest in that tonight and, and today, God, wherever we go, that you would just surround us with your with your love and surround us with your your favor and your presence, God. We need you now more than ever. God, I ask that whatever um, this listener has been praying about, God, I ask that you would begin moving. Jesus, I ask that you would break chains off of their life right now. God, I ask that you would just anoint them with favor. God, wherever they go, Lord, let them be an example of your love and your kindness and your grace and your mercy. And God, give them favor, Lord, so that they can point other people to you. God, I ask that you would give them wisdom and clarity on on this next season of their lives and that you would put people on their heart of who they're supposed to reach out to. And same with me, God, put it on our hearts of who we are supposed to be loving to you, leading people and loving people to you, God. Thank you for the miracles that you still perform every single day. Thank you for the breath in our lungs. Be with the brokenhearted. Be with those who are feeling overwhelmed. Jesus, send your comforter, Holy Spirit. We thank you for, for this listener. Bless them. Keep them. Provide for them. You are their father. And help them to grow and to love you more and more in this next season. And God, forgive us for thinking that the government or anyone else in the world is our provider or our source of peace or joy. God, forgive us for that, for those thoughts, because it's not true. God, you are our source. Help us to walk in a posture of surrender and gratitude and to see your hand in every little thing, because you are an active present part of our lives we just gotta look thank you jesus you're so good we love you amen you guys have a great rest of your day god bless share this with your friends and and family or anybody else who just has been feeling a little overwhelmed lately it's a tough time
but God's not surprised by any of it. And he's got a plan. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you.